Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with Cheese. I'm your host, Cheese, and my guest here with me is John Ruiz. John, how you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm doing good, man. So I've known John since he was little. Like back when I was in, back when I used to like live in Akron, me and my cousin Rafa, shout out to him. We used to play like soccer together at the park, and then John right here would just like swing by and play soccer with us. And heck, did you like? Would you go to the, the high school sometimes and practice with us sometimes back when we used to practice? Yeah, I pulled up to, a, a, I think, a couple open fields with you guys. It was, it was a really good experience, to be honest. Yeah, man, and you were so little, man, because, like, yeah, you were so little since, like, I'm way older than you. And, dude, back when you were, like, little, dude, you were still balling, man. Yeah, uh, I've been playing soccer since fourth grade, so, I mean, I just picked it up really quick, I think. Yeah, man. Like I think looking back at it, I think I remember one open field you went to, right? You you actually schooled me. I'm like, holy crap! And I remember like you know some of the guys were just like joking around with me. He's like, dude, he schooled you. And then yes, at the time I was like, I was denying it because you know I didn't want to be embarrassed by like a fourth grader or like a fifth grader or a sixth grader, wherever uh, how old you were at the time. But when I looked back at it, I was like, dang, that was nice, man. <laughs> yeah, those were six. I think I was in sixth grade. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the reason I would go to those, uh, my cousin Annabelle, yep. she would invite me to those. And, you know, Gordon was the coach at the time. Right. He was always cool with his. So, you know. Oh, yeah. He didn't care. Like he wanted people to like, you know, he wanted anyone involved in to particularly the open fields because it's open fields. Yeah. <laughs> but good times. But anyways, so John right here, he's a senior at, at Tipkin Valley High School. He played midfield for the varsity soccer team. And he led to Valley's first ever winning season in program history uh, back last fall. And then as an individual, he had a crazy, amazing senior season by scoring 27 goals and 18 assists. And he's going to play soccer at Huntington University come this fall. Um, John, first of all, congratulations on your success. And second of all, thank you for coming on, man. And no problem. And, and thank you for that. Yeah. So I want to start, you know, I want to start back in the early days. So you said you played soccer when you were in fourth grade? Yeah, that's when I kind of got interested just my my dad kind of pushed me to to play soccer he always wanted me to play and then from there on we just like keep practicing non-stop pretty much or just play with friends at the park per se honestly it kind of just started with just me by myself in my backyard because you know soccer not a lot of people played back then so it was hard to get a group of friends together and go to the park right because everyone was like playing like either inside playing video games or everyone was like playing ball yeah everyone my friends basically most of them just play baseball so but you weren't into that, right? Yeah. I played T-ball when I was really little, but after that first year, I kind of just dropped it. And pretty much after, like, fourth grade, just soccer just became your go-to sport, pretty much? Yeah, just soccer every year since then. So would you play, like, in those, like, little leagues in Rochester going forward? Or, like, what was your soccer experience like before you got to middle school? It, it Just like you said, it was just basically the Rochester League's fall and spring. Mm-hmm. And how did you like that back, back being a little kid? Well, first year's... At least the first two years, it was all right, you know, because I was just starting out. But as I got older and older, it's just like it kind of got the competition was kind of weak, I guess. Uh, you wanted something greater. Yeah. So let's let's fast forward to like the middle school days. Right. So I remember when I, you know, maybe a year or two after I graduated high school, they started like a like a middle school program. Were you part of that? Yeah. And then how did that start then? It was in my seventh grade year, actually. So sixth grade, we didn't play in middle school. But in seventh grade, I guess. The vice principal at the time, I think his name was Mr. Cooper. He like kind of started asking around, seeing if we could, if we were interested on it. And you know, they had a call out meeting, and there was like, I think like 
30 or 40 kids that showed up it was crazy and so yeah that's basically how it started just i mean the coaches were two of the of the people on the team's parents but yeah that's just how it started like how was that personally for you that you guys got to play early at at a middle school age compared to back in my day we didn't have we didn't start having a club we didn't start having anything soccer related till my sophomore year of high school because like my sophomore year of high school was like the first year valley got involved in anything with soccer wise that's when it became a club and then it became a club again my junior year and we didn't become like a an official indiana sport or or what do you call it is ihsa yep exactly till my senior year so tell me how was it playing playing at middle school knowing that you got to play at a competitive level at such an early uh start compared to starting at high school I think it did most of the team good, to be honest, because it like kind of prepared us for what was going to come high school year. Because, I mean, that was kind of like the competition that we were going to grow up playing versus and it just got our skills better and, you know, our chemistry, too. Exactly. And I think well, back when my high school days, like, you know, you can just show that we weren't good because, like you said, we didn't we lack chemistry. We lacked you know, we did basic you know, stupid mistakes by we just basically needed that experience. Yeah. So, like. And weren't you guys pretty good back in the middle school team? Yeah, seventh grade year. So our first year we went, I think it was like we played only 10 games and we went eight wins, one loss, and one tie. Uh-huh. And then eighth grade year, our season got cut short because of a few cancellations. So we played eight games and we won all of them except for two. So, I mean, it was pretty good. Hey, it was better than nothing. Heck, I wish like the middle school would have like, you know, done that for us, honestly. Yeah. Um. Then was that during like the fall season or the spring season? It was a uh, spring sport. Okay. And then you know if they still have a soccer program in the middle school because I haven't heard anything since then. Yeah. Today actually there was a a meeting for for soccer and they had a couple of the eighth graders come down to the high school meeting just to like get to know what the the upcoming high school season was about. So, oh heck yeah. yeah. So like uh so it's been carrying on ever since then yeah it just keeps growing and growing i think see this, this is awesome to hear and then like like i'm really happy that the middle school has a program now so that way kids can start like you know competing early and then just rather than you know and then playing right straight to high school yeah and it also like builds up a lot of people's interest in the sport too so like because you know in our area soccer soccer wasn't like the biggest sport at valley you know so like it gains the interest of people and then more people start playing and it just gets bigger and bigger and especially after the season you guys had heck yeah you guys like i feel like uh you guys made a statement which we'll get to later on so um john so after having a good middle school like you know seasons how was it playing at, finally playing at the high school level and how was it playing varsity right away since you know you know coaches and players knew you were such a stud at a young age it was i think it was like good and bad for me you know as a starter, I didn't know really what to expect. I kind of came in from middle school like thinking like, oh, I was like pretty good. You know, I had all this confidence. And then come into high school year and then you're playing versus people that are four years older than you. And, you know, like in high school, an incoming freshman can look way different than an already grown up senior. Right. So like I was getting bodied off the ball, you know, it was it was a struggle for the first couple of games. But I think I adapted pretty well. Yeah, you learn as you uh, kept playing on playing, right? Yeah. And then, like you said, you're like, crap, maybe I need to get in the weight room right here this yeah. time. Because, like, like you said, <laughs> you're getting body off by, like, you know, seniors mm-hmm. and juniors. Yeah, it was it was tough, but, you know, and our team was young, too. Most of the core people in our team were, like, freshmen, sophomores. It was just, like, 
a few senior or a few seniors and juniors. And yeah. Wasn't your freshman year when like Jorge uh, Rosas was a senior, right? Yeah, it was. Our seniors were like Jorge, Jacob, uh, Jones. Yeah, if I remember. Um, because they were freshmen my senior year. To yeah. put it into context, I forget who else we had that year. But how how did you guys do that season? I think honestly, I think that was the best year that Valley had my freshman year. At Be- till that pr- point, prior yeah, to till that year. point, Dang. we were like seven, nine, and one, which so, was good at the which time. Which was good, yeah. Because like, uh, back like I said during my senior, my high school years, it was like losing season, losing season, losing season, and like Johnson, like you know, they had several more wins than the previous seasons. So how was your sophomore and junior year went? Honestly, from freshman to sophomore year, it was a pretty big downgrade. I'm not gonna lie. Like mm-hmm. from seven, nine, and one, I think the next year we only won like three games. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't really know what happened. We had most of the same guys. I think it was just that our defense like got weakened because of you know Jorge and Jacob leaving. Yeah, people leaving, people yeah. trying to get you. Had to get new people adjusted. So it was a pain for three years of high school. Yeah. Can you explain to me like how were you thinking throughout that whole time, and then were you just trying to like think positive or what? Honestly, it was like a crazy idea to me, but like I was always thinking about like how I could perform if I transferred honestly I always wanted to compete at like a higher level and just win 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 because I was never really used to you know losing that many games so it was a change for me but I stuck through it and it made it easier to stick with it because you know all of my friends are around here and they were all playing with me so so pretty much like you know the reason why you got yourself together mentally right was because you're your boys right yeah, it's hard to it's hard to go away from the people you're close with. Exactly, and then if if you feel like you would have transferred, then you you would have like felt like you would have backstabbed that pretty much. Yeah, that was that was really what was keeping me from doing it. Man, this is crazy to learn about. So, anyways, let's for let's fast forward to senior year, right? So, senior year prior, you, you know, you guys learned that you guys are getting a new head coach, which is Trevor Brown, right? Yep. Which he used to coach for Rochester. So, tell me, how was that? Just knowing that. You got a new coach. He has some experience. You know, he's known to win based on his resume. Just, yeah, tell me about that. When we first got the news, like, most of us already knew Trevor because growing up playing in the Rochester Leagues. And so we, I, he was my coach one for one year in those Rochester Leagues, so I kind of knew him. And it was, It's not like you didn't know him at all, right? Yeah, it's not like that. But, but, yeah, I mean, we knew kind of what to expect. And Trevor honestly did help us out a lot, you know. I think, I mean, all credit to Coach Luce. Because, you know, he was a great coach and he's helped me through many things. But, like, Trevor brought in, like, an aspect that we didn't know really. And it was just, like, discipline, discipline, discipline. Mm -hmm. And, like, he helped us, like, maintain this, like, high fitness level. And, like, we still had fun. We enjoyed ourselves, you know. But it, like, just brought a whole different aspect. And I think that's what really helped us improve this year. Yeah. And you asked my my question, like, you know, what did he bring that maybe the previous coaches in Valley history didn't bring it? But like you said, the discipline, right? Yeah. And then what else could you say? Like, you know, because, like, because, like, keep in mind, guys, from and tw- to keep to put this into context, back in 2021, John's junior year, they went from seven wins to his senior year. They went, they jumped all the way to 14 wins. So, yeah, like, explain more about, like, how did he change the culture of Valley soccer? I think he did a really, really good job of like building up the all the pieces of the team, you know, because like there's some weaker te- weaker spots on the team that we've had before, like our defense would lack or our forwards would lack. Right. But like Trevor, like he zoned in on the weaknesses and he like 
train and train and train on those weaknesses and we just kept getting better and better as time went on and it just helped us in the long run and then could you tell like from a player's perspective right could you tell like not only you but with the other players bought by into trevor gain his trust yeah it honestly for like the first couple of weeks it did seem like it was going to be a struggle you know people were like not focused not locked into what trevor's philosophy i guess was but as he like put into our minds and put into our minds he was all about like if you put in 100 percent to me i'll give 100 percent to you so like over time that trust and the confidence that we had in him it just grew and grew and grew yeah like you know it it seemed like that method worked very well it seems like right yeah so tell me right away like what what made you guys successful other than you know uh trevor bringing something into the culture in valley i think what we lacked a lot of other years that we brought this year was fitness mainly the fitness because especially at the beginning of the year you could tell he was talking about how he was like big on fitness preseason so that during the regular season we wouldn't be suffering you don't want to focus that as much right you can focus more on like the fundamental right yeah the tactical stuff so like we would be we would be listening to him talk and he'd be like saying how we're gonna have this like 30 minute run this 40 minute run a couple 20 minute runs and we were like all over here like whining about it but you know in the long run it really helped us yeah because like maybe you guys weren't used to that type of coaching which it seemed like you guys needed that it, we really did yeah because like you said maybe like you said the first couple of weeks it didn't like it didn't make sense but now you look back at it, it's like man that worked that paid off huh yeah it really did pay off i think i remember seeing on kenya's post on facebook that you guys were on the seven winning streak just tell me like how that felt like winning consistently for once in your rally career and then from like and just standing out compared to other seasons alone in the soccer program honestly it felt really good especially to me since you know some of the people that were on the team like they haven't you know suffered all four or all three years to that point really with the like the first two years that were kind of bad and then the growing but uh the seven game win streak like finally winning it, it felt really good i think we got up to like a 10 game win streak i think i don't know heading into sectionals it was pretty big but yeah it felt good like our confidence boosted like our chemistry was like just insane we like we're all friends basically on the team so we would hang out all the time outside of school during school and is that is that what you think will also help too because just hanging out outside of school it really does help you know just getting to know the people that you're playing alongside with and like trusting them even like it might seem like trust in like on the field and like just normal trust is different but like if you trust someone you like i don't know it's hard to get mad at them even if they make a mistake and it's hard and it's like no it's not hard it's easy to like not get mad at them i guess right. it's like you're more of constructive criticism there than you just, go yeah than just like yelling per se right there you go yeah yeah and then it's just definitely a show because you know it seemed like on social media you guys were like you know we're like together all the time going to like you know the movies or just whatever you, you were doing yeah like i said we were always together you know most of us are all friends and even with the people that are like the incoming freshmen and stuff we would try and get them included you know right. but it's hard some of them some of them don't want to come out of their shell right but, I mean, we that's, but you know that's how people are sometimes you know yeah i mean that's awesome because i'm gonna be honest back john back during my high school days it seems like you know back the team like our team yes like we tried what you did but some people didn't want to go out on the shows it just seemed like people had their own clicks and just like the chemistry maybe wasn't there at the time but it just seemed like by trevor introducing this new culture you guys having this chemistry it just ultimately led to the winning streaks and i saw you guys won like a tournament or two right yeah how was that we went down to uh i think it was it's close to indianapolis that it was hamilton heights high school and i've never heard of them but like based on their record and stuff it seemed like it was gonna be a pretty good game and like 
going into the first game, we we had confidence because we saw the other team and they didn't really look that strong. And so, you know, we kind of struggled, to be honest, against that team, but we ended up coming with the win. And so we sat out for like, I think it was like two hours while the other team played. And then we like found out we were going to the championship and we're like all stressed out. And we're playing against the host school, Hamilton Heights, who's like, I think they had won the tournament like a couple years in a row at that point. And they had all this confidence and we were like, we were kind of down in the dumps, I'm not going to lie. And, you know, during tournaments, sometimes it's hard to stay, stay like, fit because you know you want to eat you're hungry and so like a lot of people had gone out to eat after that first game so they came back they were full right bloated and stuff yeah but like going into that game we scored like right away off kickoff but the referee actually counted off sides so we like had that high energy from the start and you know surprisingly we came out at halftime winning five to one and then like we had this confidence and it was a new spark it was just like oh crap we can actually win this and uh going to the second half it was kind of like it was kind of our downfall you know we had all this confidence but like right away the other team scored two goals and so like all of a sudden we were on our heels and they were going at us and at us but we got like one more goal to like kind of give us the lead take some pressure yeah Yeah. take some pressure off and we ended up winning and it was like that was probably that was probably like top three moments of my high school soccer career i guess just knowing that like you're gonna beat you're going to beat the favorites, not knowing that you're going to beat the favorites and you guys were just considered the underdogs. Yeah. Like that's the only championship that I've ever won at Valley. And it just felt so good. Finally, you know, lifting some silverware with my friends, you know, after all this struggles, we finally have something to be proud of. Heck yeah. And then, um, speaking about like your, so over, like I said, guys, like the, you guys went 14 and four overall, right? Yeah. And then, but you guys went in like three and three in the conference or something like that. That yeah. like that. It just seemed like, um, the conference was tough. Tell me more about the conference itself. So, uh, the conference, it was, well, everyone knows the Three Rivers Conference, you know, but we lost, our three games were Wabash, McConaughey, and Manchester, and that first game versus Wabash, it was really underwhelming because we were, like, on Wabash's heels the whole time, but, like, they scored first on us, and I think that kind of just took everything away, and so it was just, I don't know, it was a battle, but they came out on top, unfortunately. Then McConaughey, when we came into the McConaughey game, they were like 7-0 and at that point, and we were like eager to take that away from them. And it was a really, really good game. We were down 2-0. We came back tied at 2-2, and then like five minutes left, they get a free kick, and they cross into the box. And it was like a confusion between a defender and the goalie, I think. And they just headed it into the open net. So it was like disappointment. And then the Ma- the Manchester game, oh, my. It was like 6-0, I think, we lost. And I don't even know why, like, Manchester's not, I I don't consider Manchester a better team than we were, like, on paper, or even just playing, but, like, they've just always gotten the better of us. And who ended up winning the conference? Uh, I think it was, like, it was McConaughey, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, Man- Manchester and McConaughey, like, back during our day, they were always tough as well, and, but it just seemed like Wabash got better, because, like, when, back in my day, we beat them, so it seemed like they improved as well, not, you know, only us. But, yeah, we came back from the Wabash game, and... We actually drew them in sectionals and we beat Wabash. So. Oh yeah, dude. Um, yeah. How was that? How was like you know going to sectional, winning the first round, but advance to the second game to where you guys lost right that second game. Yeah. Tell us about sectionals. Okay, going into sectionals, we were like we we're all hyped up. You know, we were coming in on this crazy win streak and we were like full of confidence, like I said earlier. And we we're like, oh crap, maybe we can make you know a sectional run. And when we got the draw, we saw Wabash and we we're like, 
okay, we can win this, we can win this. And we go into the first game and you know, it was it was like going great the first half. I scored two goals actually, so we were up 2-0 and then I took like a hit to my face, I think it was, and like I started bleeding cuz my braces cut me. And so I went out and on that free kick, that same play that I went out on, they like scored on us. Dang. So I I waited until halftime to come back in and Wabash was honestly doing pretty good, but uh Gio, he got fouled in the box late into the second half and uh I made the, I made the penalty and I had three goals and we won three to one. It was it was pretty good. It was a good moment, huh? Yeah, it was a really good moment. Man, like man, John, that must have been awesome, dude. It's crazy how like the the momentum, the pressure gets at sectionals, right? Yeah. Let, let's talk about the next game. So, we'll talk about the next game and who did you guys face? We played Manchester actually in the second round. Really, dang. But like this time, it was different. I don't know because Manchester, we had seen them in the in the bleachers for our first game like they came out to watch us play and i was hearing that they were saying that they were scared to play versus us or something i don't know those were the rumors i guess and we went into the manchester game and it was like a really really tough battle it was nothing like the first game in the first game they like were all over us but in the second game you know each team was going back and forth and back and forth and they ended up getting a an, a goal in the first half off of a mistake like the goalie came out and they put it up and someone was wide open in the box right. just to tap it in. So it was whatever. We were going in the second half 1-0. We were a little bit down, but like 1-0, we can, we can come back from that. And they get an early goal in the second half to make it 2-0. And like I felt personally like we were going to come back because, you know, I could tell f- just from the flow of the game that we were playing better than them. So, you know, as as the second half goes along, there's like 25 minutes left or something like that. And... Uh, it was like a throw-in, and I go in t- to receive the ball, and I turn, and I get tackled, and the guy falls on me while I'm on the ground, and like I could f- I could feel like a pop in my my collarbone, and like I tried getting up, but like as soon as I tried putting pressure on my arm to like push myself up, it like was instant pain, and so I stayed down for a while, and the game got stopped. You know, they came to look at me, and like I just burst into tears because you know I realized at that moment that I was not going to be able to play again for the for the rest of the game because the injury was that bad yeah and so like they the athletic trainer came my my dad came the coach came out and like as i was getting up you know i was in tears and everyone was clapping but i was like man this how is re- far into the game was this into it was like 25 minutes left of the second half so there's like reasonable amount of time to come back but yeah as i was going to the bench you know i was just crying you know like dang why why did this have to be the end and then well, the rest of the game, like, it kind of got out of hand. They scored four more goals on us, and again, and we lost 6-0. Right. It's just freaking, like, man, we can't even take, like, uh, catch a break from these guys. Yeah. But, like, dude, no, like, I got to give it to you, man. Like, sectionals, for some reason, hits different. And keep in mind, guys, fun fact, my senior was the first sectionals we played at, <laughs> just to let you guys know. And then, dude, it's just intense because you never know what to expect. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you lost against the Wabash in the regular season, but you guys won against Yeah, them. we just came back and dominated. It's just like the momentum. It can go any way. Exactly. Momentum is key. Yeah. But you just have to push it towards a positive way and then the opposite, basically. Yeah. Like, from sectionals, it's just, like, anything can happen because, you know, you have that mindset, like, if I don't win, it's it's over. So, like, some people get pushed more and then, boom. You never know who can win. Exactly, it's crazy how uh, sports is, huh? Yeah. So, um, talking about so talking about like you know Valley soccer, what are some other favorite mem- memories you you love to share about other than the, when the when in the Hamilton Heights tournament? Um, or did I say that right? Yeah, Hamilton okay, okay. Heights tournament. Yeah. 
another good another good moment was my freshman year actually it was like probably the biggest moment that year too we went to rochester and you know we before that, I think we've had a bad history versus Rochester in soccer, right? Yeah. And uh, we were going in, and I don't know why, but, like, Jorge and the other seniors, they were just hype about it. And I was, like, all confused. Like, don't you guys, like, never beat these guys? And then we went into it, and we actually ended up beating Rochester 6-2 to two that year. And it was, like, the craziest thing ever. And we did this thing after where we had a, a mason jar. And you know Luis Castillo? Uh, none. I probably know him. But anyways. But he, like... He like took a shovel and he like dug up a piece of Rochester uh, grass and we put it in the mason jar and like at the end of the year we like buried it on our field like just like kind of claiming that savage. we won. Savage, yeah, <laughs> that's a savage moment right there. Um, yeah, like yeah, we did have that history with Rochester, you know, back there in my days. But anyways, it just seemed like Jorge and Jacob and them had like you no know, the we had nothing to lose moment like type of uh, mindset because it was their senior year. So, yeah. like, speaking about that, isn't it crazy how, like, time flies by from your freshman year to senior, knowing that it's all over now? Yeah, like, back in freshman year, I could have never thought that this moment was going to come as fast as it did, you know. And Jorge always told me. I was really close to Jorge back right. then. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's always, a cool dude, man. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He told me all the time, like, it's going to it's gonna fly by, John. Like, you're just never going to expect it. And I'm just like, there's no way four years is going to fly by. but And it just did. So, speaking about that, John... Do you have any advice to the younger kids on wanting to be, become a good soccer player like you once they reach like high school level, especially at the Valley program? Yeah, if if you really want to succeed in soccer, you know, tra- make sure you train outside of practice and outside of your games. Like train by yourself, you know, even join a club team like out of the area, you know, just to get you get more experience, more game experience, different levels of competition. And another thing is just stay close to your teammates, you know, build that chemistry because chemistry is gonna help you win a lot of games and then you heard it guys and look, look what we talked about like they had they had like their best season so far in program history and once again congrats on you and the guys too and coach brown about that season man like you know like we said you guys made a statement to valley you know saying hey like you know we're actually a good program we're starting to become a good program yeah and then how do you, how do you feel about that knowing that you guys made a statement because you know valley is known for for basketball and football how did that make you feel that you guys made a statement? I, th- I think it'll like encourage, I hope it encourages more people, you know, to join and like help become, help make the program become bigger and, and just get even more success over these next few years. Mm-hmm. And, you, and are you excited to see what the future is like, you know, expect what to come? Yeah, I am really excited. Like I've already talked to my friends, like next year when I'm at Huntington, I want them to like send me their film and I'm going to try and make it out to at least one or two games, you know, yeah. and just try to help them out, help them out any way you can. Right. Yeah. Just want to see them succeed, to be honest. Yeah. Um, man, I kind of feel bad for not attending one of these games, but you know, I was busy with the podcast, right? <laughs> it's all good. But I got to, you know, catch the game at least because I haven't been to a game in a couple of years, but yeah, it's just, it's really awesome coming from a Valley alumni that played soccer, it's awesome to see what the program has, like how it's all started from like the downfalls to where it is becoming now. It's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, a, there's a lot more talent now. So you definitely want to go watch a game. Oh, uh, heck yeah. And it's not like the, the conference is getting any weaker. It seems like the conference is always getting stronger too itself. Yeah. And actually uh, I heard news. I don't know if it's like confirmed, confirmed or like rumors, but I've been hearing like, my another one of my teammates told me that not this next coming year but like the next year after that valley's not going to be in the trc anymore they're like making a new conference i guess with a bunch of other schools so that'd be interesting huh yeah we'll see how that yeah we'll see holy crap 
I mean, not only for uh, soccer, but think about the other programs. Yeah, the other sports too. It's just going to be a drastic change. We see what happens, right? Yeah. So yeah, John, talk about okay. When did you first thought the college ball was uh, serious for you? Um, you know, when I was little, when I started in fourth grade, I always like I didn't know if I was going to like it, but like after that first year, I was like my mind was like just stuck on soccer, soccer, soccer. So. I had the ambition, you know, every kid has a dream of becoming a pro athlete. So I I stuck my mind on, oh, I was going to become a pro soccer player. And ever since then, like, you know, the road to pro, it's just like, oh, well, I had to go through college first. So I was always thinking about where I was going to play in college, you know, stuff like that. So it started really when I was young. Mm -hmm. And then uh, just tell us, like, how was the recruiting process looking into playing uh, college soccer? And then uh, why did you end up choosing Huntington? the the process was like really really stressful i'm not gonna lie i had my i had my dad always on me you know sending those emails to coaches getting that film put together he was always on me about that and it was really hard for me because i never really had film until this past senior year because like we just now got huddle which was the film and so i it came at the right time it it, seems like it came at the right time (laughs) when when everything was going good for us Right, right right so I started, I still started the process really late, you know. I started, I think, in this past November is when I made my highlight tape and I started sending it out to coaches. And, like, at that point, after I got my first response from, like, a D1 school, they were, like, saying how they had already pretty much made their their uh, 2023 recruiting class roster. So I was like, dang, there goes a big one. So then, you know, it's just kind of going down the line. And I knew I didn't want to play D3 because I – always envisioned like getting a scholarship to play soccer and d3 doesn't offer athletic scholarships so you know i started visiting campuses around here and the only one i really liked was huntington and so i got out to that coach and he was like telling me to go visit the campus again and to go play with their team so i did me and geo actually i invited him we went to huntington one day and we it was like a recruit day, I guess. We just played soccer down there. Like took advantage of the opportunity pretty much. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like Coach Lawson called me down and he was like, all right, yeah, you have an offer. So just kept in contact with him and it got finalized and that, that's how I picked Huntington. And Huntington was uh, it's NIA? Yeah, NIA. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, would you be receiving uh, somewhat of a scholarship or what? Yeah, I got an, uh, an athletic scholarship, yeah. Heck yeah, congrats. And speaking about Gio, I mean, I was like doing research on like, you know, about how you guys did as a soccer team in Valley. I saw Gio pretty, had pretty much similar stats. He was pretty much second right behind you. Yeah, Gio, <laughs> me and Gio are like best friends, man. Me and Gio go way back. I would always go to Akron with my grandma and Gio lived right across the street. So, and our our dads were we're really close friends you know they're they're from copy too and represent represent yeah <laughs> and uh me and you had always played together we grew up together we go everywhere together it's like your me, boy yeah me and you are always so together. big shout out to him right yeah big shout out to geo if if he's listening <laughs> but yeah and you know geo's really really good at soccer too so we just kind of grown not just personally but like on the field as well together like bonding bonding your friendship more stronger huh yeah and it's also also good to have someone like that because you know it keeps like a competition a friendly healthy healthy competition yeah Yeah. that's awesome here and then uh what can we expect for him for next year since he is a senior next year he's still with the valley program yeah god right yeah you know big things coming from geo man you know I'm, i'm seeing like at least 25 goals again uh i think i think he'll 
lead the Valley team to a very good year next they year. They just got to uh, stay dialed in, huh? Yes, just stay locked in, listen to Brown, you know, get fit, work off the field, and I think they'll be fine. Heck yeah. And then, um, so, <laughs> sorry, we uh, took off topic, but anyways, back to Huntington. Um, just tell me what are you looking forward to this coming fall, and when do you move in? Okay, so uh, I'm looking forward to like just getting closer to the team and seeing what college soccer is all about. You know, I have no idea what to expect, but like I know Huntington has been a pretty good program in the past, so it's gonna be tough getting to like game time. You know, starting lineups, and especially as a freshman who has no college experience. But that's what life is after high school. Just learning curves. You just have to go through it, whether it's bad or good. But at least you learn from it. Yeah, so hopefully I can improve in my game and also physically, you know, I got to get a little bit bigger, you know, play like, against bigger dudes. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think June or no, not June, July 30th, I think is what coach told me that he wanted me to be there. So like I'm going to be in Mexico that July 22nd to the 29th and then I come back and the next day, boom, straight to work with Huntington. So, so. like the the truth to copy is pretty much your last who raw before you, you, you literally get to the grind because like, you know, I had student athletes on this podcast and they said you know it's a grind man yeah so i, I gotta enjoy the summer while i have it yeah exactly and uh hey i might be going like copy trip so you know we may celebrate it together you know we'll, we'll, we'll see you down there then <laughs> okay let's hope uh, everything works well hopefully so yeah and then like seriously congrats to you for making it all the way to this level because it seems like no one in valley history talking about the soccer program hasn't really played college ball for hasn't really played college ball. I think Alyssa Brito, she was Ancilla, but she only played for a year or two. I don't know, but I think that's the only soccer player that's played at the college valley, level at Valley that I can think of top of my head. Yeah, if it feels good, you know, to like be like one of the only people from Valley, but like honestly, I just hope it like sparks more and more to come and like to play at even bigger levels for other people, just like kind of like an inspiration. Yeah, you know? exactly. And it sucks that you know there was no one previously from you so that way um you could reach out to them yeah like to try and get like the advice you know exactly but at least you're the starting point and then that must be feel good huh it yeah it does feel good like honestly especially geo geos i've helped geo a lot like get started recruiting early and early so yeah. like and then shout out to your dad sorry to interrupt you but shout out to your dad for uh, pushing you to like network because I, and from what I'm heard, it just seems like if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah, honestly, if my dad wouldn't be pushing and pushing me, I'd probably still be on the college hunt right now. So big shout out to my dad. Heck yeah. And then you got to love supportive parents, huh? Yeah, it it's honestly really been a help. They've always been on me, like even not just uh, athletically, athletically, but like academically too. My mom, especially my mom, she's always expected like A's, A's, A's. Like even when I get a B, she's like, always on me like you need to study you need to that's study that's how my parents were too it, it's hard sometimes but like at the end of the day you learn to appreciate it right especially when like i told you off air like you know when you get older you rely more on your parents for advice yeah so hopefully i can keep my parents close especially in college because i know i know there's going to be some struggle times in college and i hope they're there to give me exactly. some of that advice too because like I, like i said earlier it's new learning curves once you graduate high school whether you, you enter the workforce or you go to college it's just everything's so new at the moment especially at a like a kid like you you're like only what 18 years old yeah i'm 18 because like you know you guys don't know any better right so it's awesome that you have that guidance that you need john yeah i'm really appreciate i'm really thankful for my parents yeah heck yeah so yeah and then what do you plan to major in at huntington i my plan is to major in exercise science and hopefully become an athletic trainer but like 
I want to play or not play. I want to I want to be an athletic trainer like at the at a D1 college, you know, or even professionally for like a soccer team or an NBA team. Hey, you never know, man. Manifestations real, man. So, yeah, that's just after like the pro soccer went out of the out of my head. It's just like, yeah, I just want to I've never been interested in anything really besides sports. So just stay close to the field or the court. Exactly. You know? Like if you can't like make it to the pros and then do something that still involves in that activity that you still love. Yeah. And that way also I can, you know, learn to enjoy my job too, not just like fight through it every day. And right. Every day. Rather than like waking up saying, I hate this job. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. I mean, and then, yeah, that's what I will emphasize to a senior that's listening, dude, just like find something that you're passionate about and screw up the money. I feel like the money can like, come later on just do whatever makes you happy yeah i feel like a lot of people do focus in on that money and they're not, like not trying to chase something that's going to make them happy you know they just want to see themselves living like a good life even if uh they don't like their job right because like i know people um that have like a lot of money but they're not the happiest yeah it's just like some people i don't know yeah some people just look for the money all the time and like sometimes you just gotta like Take a step back. Yes, take a step back and look at what you want to do. Exactly. And and then because, like, people may follow what they're supposed to do but really don't self-reflect. Yeah, I think that's true. Self-reflection is key. Shout out to Casey Wright Zolan for teaching me that on the podcast we had together. (laughs) So, John, man, so outside of soccer, man, just how's your senior year going in general? I've been kind of cruising through it, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm still taking, you know, a couple difficult classes, but, like, I didn't take like the hardest, hardest classes that were out there. You know, I I didn't want to really be stressing all too much during my senior year, and hopefully, I don't live to regret that in college. But it's it's been going pretty good. Mm-hmm. And are you excited for like the end of year, the end of year activities, like the prom or the senior trip? I'm actually not going to prom. You know, dude, why, man? I, I've never really been into into like things <sighs> like that. But the senior trip. Do you know what the senior trip is? I I don't. <laughs> Molly told me it was Cedar Point. Cedar Point, then yeah, I'll look. I'll look forward to that. I'll go to that. Man, man, I'm surprised you're not going to the prom. I thought like a stud like you would go to the prom, take a you know beautiful girl out to the prom. <laughs> no, you know, it's never I don't too know. late, man. It's never too late. Ho- hopefully, someone changes my mind out there, right. but we'll see. I'm just saying, John. Like I went to prom both years, and I'd say to myself to this day, if I like, I would regret it if I didn't go to a prom. Well, I mean, that's what a lot of my friends told me last year that they went, and I didn't go last year, but. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see. And then any fun memories that you had in school huh. that you like to share? There was this, it's really specific. There was this one time we were like in a class and I had just come back from Georgia. So like I went to the, this mall and there was like fart bombs there. And so I brought one back with me and me and my friends were messing with it. And we we're like, let's set it off after class. Let's set it off. So we left the class, the bell rang, we go out, someone like sets it off, they throw it on the ground and we like go running each separate ways. And then all of a sudden we hear a pop and we're like, oh shoot. And like everyone's laughing and screaming down the hallway. And it turns out that someone had actually picked it up like before it popped thinking it was balloon uh, and it popped in their hands. Oh, no way. But yeah, we, we ended up getting in trouble for that, but it was all right. It was really funny. And when you look back at it 10 years from now, five years from now, it's going to be more hilarious. Huh? It, it will be, yeah. See, I mean, that's the point about high school. Just, dude, just live life. Don't stress Don't stress too much because, like, dude, the stress will come later in life, but, dude, just you're only young once, man. Yeah, just just enjoy high school, to be honest, you know. And it flies by, uh, it flies by like we talked about. It does fly by. You know, thank uh, thinking back to when I was a freshman, I would have never thought I went this fast, but it just it just zooms. Yeah, so far uh, the seniors I've had like Nolan, Nolan and Wally, they they said the same thing. 
yeah but uh yeah just enjoy it and like don't don't be scared to like take new risks you know or just join a new activity or sport that you've not played before or whatever you know maybe maybe you'll end up liking it exactly like uh coach moriarty said you have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable yeah there you go that's perfect that's a perfect way to put it and then dude like so in my 20s and my I'm going to be mid-20s. I'm going to be 25 coming August. But, heck, I'm still trying new things. And it's done nothing but great things for me. Yeah, just, I mean, just put yourself out there, you know. Be and network. Network yeah, is key. Network. Get get to know a lot of people because you never know who, who you're going to be calling for help later on in life. Exactly. And you never know what other opportunities lie ahead of you. Yeah, there you go. It, this is awesome to, like, talk about, man, honestly. <laughs> so, John, is there anything else you want to uh, you want to say or ask? Um. What what really drove you to, you know, do this podcast and like where do you see yourself going with it like in the future? Uh so good question. I've had like many people ask me like why I got into podcasting. So I'm gonna i I've answered that question many times in this podcast, but I'm gonna put like long story short. I got told back in the day and still to this day that I asked many questions. So so why not do something that I'm pretty good at into a, a fun activity? Yeah, there you go. Just like we were talking about earlier, you know, do something that you like to do and what you're interested in instead of just working for the money. You know? Exactly. And then when I started doing it, because I didn't know if I was going to like it or not, I just experimented. Like I said, I took the risk because I was scared. And like Casey said, fear is a liar. So I did it for it. And look what happened. I'm still doing it almost a year later. And then the best thing about it, John, about doing these podcasts is learning new things. Like I've learned so much things about you today. Yeah, just just enjoy it man like it seems like you're doing a pretty good job you know i've listened to a couple of the shows and uh just keep growing and like you know expand the people that you talk to yeah man uh and then to answer your second part of the question about where can i see see, taking this podcast honestly i can see myself taking this podcast to like keep doing it man because that's what i love to do it's like i love it i feel like i feel like so since i took i took a two-week break and i feel like man i need to go back to podcasting man like this is who I am. Like you really missed it. Yeah, I, I really missed it. Like it's like you not playing soccer for a month. Like oh my gosh, where am I? Who am I? Yeah, like it's whenever you whenever you're surrounded by the things you like to do, and then all of a sudden you just like take a break. It's like you're kind of lost. Yeah, but it's it's nice to take a little break, but not too long a break. Yeah, because like you said about the little break, sometimes it is good to like refresh your mind. Because you, know? you get new ideas, new things come to mind, so you can bring that to the table once you get back to that certain hobby. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, and then later on in the goal, like, and I might as well address this because I had so many people ask me this question. We're going to do, like, the video podcasting and, and all that good stuff. So I eventually wanted to get into the video podcasting, but number one, it, dude, it, it takes a lot of money to invest in. This stuff's not cheap. Yeah. And then right now, I'm currently working on to get in my own house, and that's not an easy process, and it's not a short process. It's a long process. Mm-hmm. So once I get the stuff taken care of, then I'll get into like the video podcasting. And number two about the video podcasting, it's a it's a big learning curve. It's, there's a lot to learn about because not only you're editing the audio, but you have to like learn about what camera to invest in, how to exactly edit the videos or if i'm not good at editing those videos then i have to hire someone to do that yeah. it's a process guys mm-hmm. and then like see like people may not think about that behind the scenes and that's why i do these podcasts whether it's about like podcasting or about being a student athlete or about you uh struggling the first three years of high school and people not knowing what you went through and they only seen the success you went through your senior year yeah just sometimes you just gotta you know, see it from the other person's point of view to really understand what the situation is, I guess. Yeah, and that's why I do the podcast, so we so people can hear that other side. Mm-hmm. 
So thank you for ask like for asking that. And sorry if I, I ranted about this. No, I know you're good. Thank you. No problem. So um, with that being said, John, um, it's time for the cheesy question of the day. <laughs> All right. So John, today's cheesy question of the day is: If Wanda and Cosmo from Fairly Odd Parents granted you one free wish, what would it be? I think my wish would be to have one more year with with the valley high school team i'm not gonna lie just one more like just one more run heck hey dude that was such a great answer man <laughs> well man um john uh thanks for coming on man yeah no problem thank you for the invite yeah man it was it was great talking about like you know not only about soccer but other like stuff that i didn't really expect to talk about mm-hmm. it was it was nice to connect you know it, I, it's been a long long time since i've talked to you uh yeah same here and then dude it just it feels good to talk to you again and i'm glad you're doing good man yeah, i'm glad you're doing good too heck yeah man and and hey best of luck to you this upcoming fall man thank you thank you and uh hey um you gotta let me know about the schedule so i can catch the game later on in the future i'll, I'll send it to you for sure heck yeah man so guys thanks for listening please leave a review and rating and share the podcast i would greatly appreciate that and you can follow the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify and facebook thanks for listening see ya